G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Hosea could never have comprehended how God feels. He could never have understood how God suffers and the pain that people bring into God's heart. He could never have understood how God feels toward His unfaithful people who are receiving all the blessings from His hands and receiving blessings and receiving blessings. And then they end up focusing on the blessings, not the blesser. Hosea could never have understood how God felt until he himself married to unfaithfulness, an ungrateful spouse. Hello and welcome to Leading the Way Audio, the Bible teaching of pastor and best-selling author, Dr. Michael Yusuf. God called Hosea to be his voice to Israel. But Hosea's wife was entrenched in a destructive lifestyle that broke Hosea's heart. Well, God used Hosea's brokenness to reveal God's broken heart and His amazing grace. Here's Dr. Michael Yusuf to begin this life-changing series, Hope and Forgiveness in Times of Judgment. I was speaking with a woman who uh, told me about her darkness of depression that she's going through, about pain and and the horrible feelings that she is experiencing. And as I probed a little further, it became very apparent to me that her deep emotional pain stems from a severe feeling of betrayal. This woman for 25 years or more, nearly 30 years, she dedicated her life for the upbringing of her three orphan nieces. She took care of them as they were growing up. She tutored them. She comforted them. She motivated them. She encouraged them. She did all that she could all her life, committed to just helping those three girls to grow up. When they grew up and they got married and they got busy with their lives, they literally, whether intentionally or not, turned their back on her. And her confusion gave way to anger, which turned inward and developed into a full-blown depression. And I could not help but think that betrayal and rejection can cut a wide gaping wound, that betrayal and ingratitude can truly create a deep and painful legacy in one's life. I could not help but think that betrayal and unfaithfulness can hurt more than a shotgun wound. Probably there is no worse feeling than the rejection of love. Probably there is no worse agony than a betrayal of a trust. Probably there is no more demoralizing experience than self-giving and self-sacrificing that are met with indifference and unappreciation. 
And I could think of no better example of a human illustration of this type of betrayal, this type of ingratitude, this type of unfaithfulness, than the life of the prophet Hosea. This man of God, this prophet of God, Hosea, called by God to speak to a generation that has turned its back on God. Hosea was called of God, not just to preach in words, but to experience what God is experiencing with unfaithfulness. Experience what God is experiencing when His people take Him for granted, take His blessings for granted. Hosea is called of God, not just to proclaim the Word of God, but he was called of God to know what what God feels like when His people take all of His blessings and then pay Him a lip service, tip a nodding acquaintance with Him once a week. Hosea was not just a preaching prophet, he was a practicing prophet. Hosea was not just a talking prophet, he was a walking prophet. He was not just a leading prophet, he was experiencing prophet. God said to Hosea, go take a harlot for a wife. That needs explanation. Hosea is writing toward the end of his life. As the Holy Spirit inspiring him to write his life story, what had happened. So in retrospect... He realizes that Goma was a harlot. But when he married her, she was not. When he married her, she was a wonderful woman. Just as Israel began with God in obedience and in love and entered voluntarily, willingly into a covenant with God. God was saying to Hosea, I want you to know how unfaithfulness feels to me. You know, I asked myself, why did Hosea have to endure the pain of unfaithfulness? Why did he have to endure the heartache of betrayal? And I have come to certain conclusions. And it's this, that brokenness is the only way that you will understand the heart of God. That through brokenness, you will comprehend the nature of sin. That through brokenness, You can fathom the strength of God's love. It is through brokenness that you begin to understand the heart of God. It is through brokenness that you will understand the enormity and the sinfulness of sin and the horrible nature of sin. It is through brokenness that you will understand and comprehend the incredible, incredible, unfathomable strength of God's love. Look with me at chapter 1, please of the book of Hosea. First of all, Hosea's brokenness and terrible experience through which he is able to comprehend the heart of God. You know, there are some Christians who think that they can grow in the knowledge of God, that they can grow in their walk with God when they are going from one mountaintop experience into the other. That is not true. Mountaintop experience, number one, will not last for very long. Mountaintop experience may give you a fuzzy and warm feeling, but is never lasting. For true growth in the knowledge of God, you have to go to the valley. 
You can truly understand the heart of God when you are in the low places in life. You can truly know the heart of God when you feel limited, when you feel vulnerable. You can truly grow in the knowledge of God. You can truly know God best when you are at the lowest moments in your life. Hosea could never have comprehended how God feels. He could never have understood how God suffers and the pain that people bring into God's heart. He could never have understood how God feels toward his unfaithful people who are receiving all the blessings from his hands and receiving blessings and receiving blessings. And then they end up focusing on the blessings, not the blesser. Hosea could never have understood how God felt until he himself married to unfaithfulness, an ungrateful spouse. You know, someone said that brokenness is the only diet that will reduce a fat head. (laughs) Be that as it may, it is only brokenness that you will know God and you will know how God feels. But also through brokenness, God can use you. Because I want to tell you in all honesty, brokenness can do one of two things. It can either make you bitter or can make you better. The choice is yours. Because I believe that it was only through the breaking of Jacob's natural strength at Penel that he came to the place of spiritual power. It was only through the breaking of the rock of Horeb by Moses that cool water flowed out and quenched the thirst of God's people. It was only when Gideon's chosen 300 broke their pitches, which is a symbol and a type of breaking of themselves, that the light shone and the enemies were absolutely confounded. It was only when Jesus took those five loaves and broke them and distributed them that they are multiplied and used to feed more than 5,000 people. It was when Mary took that beautiful, expensive alabaster box and broke it that that pent-up perfume filled the house. For it was only when the Lord Jesus Christ allowed His body to be broken with thorns and nails and spear that redemption poured forth like crystal stream from which sinners could drink and live eternally. In brokenness, you know God. But secondly, in brokenness, you comprehend the nature of sin. The two greatest sin of the Christian church is that we have done two things. Number one, we have lost the sense of the awesomeness and the majesty and the splendor of God. And we have undermined the sinfulness of sin. We have undermined the horrible nature of sin. We rationalized it. We tranquilized it. We counselized it. We did all kinds of things except deal with it. Now, you cannot read the story of Hosea without coming face to face with the agony of his heart. And I want to tell you in this day of sexual promise security and marital infidelity, in these days of of easily broken marriage vows, we do well to see How sin creates havoc in the heart of God. How sin creates pain to the heart of God. 
Hosea probably spent many a sleepless night weeping over the unfaithfulness of his wife. Hosea probably agonized for days on end. Probably Hosea's body shook with convulsion and inner pain. But through it all, he was able to comprehend the sinfulness of sin the horrible nature of sin, what sin does to the heart of God. You know, this has nothing to do with an unfaithful woman and a faithful husband. Really has nothing to do with that. This is just an imagery because God is a faithful spouse in this relationship and He's the perfect one. It has nothing to do with male-female agenda. You can have an unfaithful husband as well. In fact, that's more often the case than it is in normal situation. So that has nothing to do with that. The Bible presents the Lord as the husband of His people. The Lord Jesus Christ, He is the bridegroom and the church is the bride. That's the imagery here. He is the perfect spouse. You cannot comprehend the sinfulness of sin until you are on the receiving end of sin. I really believe that. Some of you will know that. You cannot understand how God feels about the nature of sin and about your indifference toward Him. Until you've experienced indifference by someone you love. You cannot understand how God feels about your unfaithfulness to Him and my unfaithfulness to Him. Until you've experienced the unfaithfulness of the dear and the near. You cannot understand how God feels about ingratitude to Him. Until you've experienced ingratitude of others, even especially those toward whom you have shown love, the recipients of your love and affection. For it's only in brokenness can you comprehend the nature of sin. And that is why I love our confession. Because you see, David came to a point in his life when he was confronted by his preacher, Nathan, about his sin. And he came to the point in his life and all of a sudden it dawned on him. He didn't only sin against Uriah, but he sinned against the Holy God. And that's why the words of the confession of Psalm 51, you see him crying out to God and saying, Oh, against you, God, have I sinned. In brokenness, you'll understand how God feels. In brokenness, you comprehend the nature of sin. Thirdly, only through brokenness will you fathom the strength of God's love. It's incredible to me when you think of this wayward wife and wayward children, Gomer and her three children. I mean, they were given some ominous names. I mean, horrible names. Jezreel, where all the violence and the bloodshed is associated with that name, gives him lo rahama. The word lo in Hebrew means no. Rahama means mercy. No mercy. Lo, Amy. No, you're not my people. Incredible words. But you see, these terrible names that God tells Hosea to call his children. He's telling him what God is going to do with Israel. And how? Because Israel continuously broken the covenant again and again that they're going to be rejected by God. But if you read on 
You'll see how that despite of sin, despite of unfaithfulness, despite of ingratitude, God is always ready to forgive those who turn to Him. And you're going to notice this theme comes on again and again and again throughout this book. Hosea was given the privilege of looking down in history and prophesying that while God is rejecting Israel because Israel rejected God, while God called them Lorahama, while God called them Loami, not my people. And yet he's saying that one day, one day, one day it's coming when God is going to show his incredible mercy. He's going to show his incredible love. He's going to show the depth of his love by coming down from heaven himself, not sending somebody, coming down from heaven and then dying for their sin. And you and I are privileged to be the chosen people of God. You and I are privileged to be called the children of God. We were not His people, become His people. We had no mercy, He gave us mercy. That's the fulfillment of that prophecy in the book of Hosea. Peter was thinking of the book of Hosea when he's saying these words. Let me read them to you. Who in times past were not my people, that is, lo, ame, but now my people, who had not obtained mercy, that is, lorahama, but now have obtained mercy. God suffers in the presence of sin. But His love is so deep and is so wide that He keeps the door open. No matter what you have done, He keeps the door open and He says, Come, I've been waiting for you. Turn to me, repent. You know, I'm told that the earth and the sun a part of a galaxy that contains more than 100 billion planets or stars. In addition to our cosmic system, there are billions of other planets spinning out through what appears to be unending space. And for convenience, scientists you know, call, use the term light years when they are referring to these enormous distances that are so hard to understand. And since light travels about 6 trillion miles a year, you can see how far away those solar masses really are. In fact, the nearest major galaxy is 2 billion light years away. But here's the good news. Are you ready for it? Here's the good news that the psalmist, Psalm 108 verse 4 declares... Psalm 108 verse 4 declares that the Lord's mercy is greater even than this expansive universe. In fact, God's mercy, God's grace is too expensive to be measured by light years. Despite of the mercy of God, there's one thing that God does not appreciate. And when His mercy is taken for granted, that His grace is taken for granted and ignored, as we're going to see in this message from Hosea. And that is why one day God is going to reveal His complete justice when He judges the world. But I want to tell you, if I was you, I would plead the mercy of God, not His justice. Back to the woman who was in deep depression over the unfaithfulness and the ungrateful nieces I said to her, isn't that amazing? I'm preparing a series of messages from the book of Hosea. 
Let me tell you about Hosea. Let me tell you about God. I said to her that what you are experiencing is what God experiences toward the unfaithfulness of his people toward him. And God can use your brokenness and your pain if you let him. I said to her that what you are experiencing is the very ugliness of the nature of sin. But also you can experience the power of God to love through you again. Let me say this as I conclude. You do not know my heart any more than I would know your heart. I want to say to you, those of you the Holy Spirit have spoken to, who are experiencing brokenness right now, listen to the voice of God because he's saying, trust me. Trust me to walk with you through it. I know how you feel. Allow me to use you and use your brokenness. To some of you, the Holy Spirit is saying, you have been taking my love for granted. You have been taking my mercy and grace for granted. Stop! You have grieved the heart of God long enough. Cease your indifference toward God. Cease your indifference toward God's work. Stop your lip service to God and to His church. Turn and be renewed today. To some of you, the Holy Spirit is saying something else. He is saying that you have lost your way, but out of love, He wants you to hear His message of infinite love, His open arms of forgiving you when you repent. The Bible said today is the day of salvation. The hour is now. Don't put it off. Years ago, somebody said that impression without expression leads to depression. And I want to invite you today, if you have been convicted, make an expression of that conviction and say, Holy Spirit, I'm responding to your voice. It's between you and God. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with the person next to you. It's between you and God. God loves you. If he has spoken to you, respond to him today. Thanks for joining Dr. Michael Yusuf for Leading the Way. If you'd like to have a conversation about God's grace in your life, consider visiting ltw.org Jesus and fill out a short contact form. Our staff pastors would love to talk with you and perhaps help you with any questions you have. ltw.org Jesus. Well, we're just about out of time for today, but make plans to join us next time to experience even more of the life of Hosea on Leading the Way passionately proclaiming uncompromising truth around the world. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.